This week on Minnesota Native News, a profile of a young social scientist who's using stories to change lives. This is Minnesota Native News. I'm Marie Rock. Jill Fish is one of the only Native doctoral students in the psychology department at the University of Minnesota, but she doesn't feel alone because her work connects her to the Native community. Lori Stern has more. Jill Fish grew up on the Tuscarora Reservation near Niagara Falls in New York. She showed up to our interview wearing a black jacket, a white blouse, and a big purple medallion made by a friend. It is my tribe's flag. This is a representation of all of our nations and how we work together. Jill is the first in her family to go to college, let alone graduate school. She lived at home as an undergraduate at Niagara University. She wanted to study the riddle of her people. Growing up, it was kind of like a two-sided coin that I was exposed to my culture, my beliefs, my traditions, and the history of the Tuscarora people. And on the other side of that, I was exposed to a lot of trauma. So I was exposed to substance use, violence. Uh, There was a lot of poverty on my reservation. Jill knew that oppression was the source of the trauma and poverty. But her question was how people overcame that legacy to go on and lead meaningful lives. She was working in a psychology department research lab when she had a light bulb moment. And we were looking at alcohol beliefs in college students. Like if a college student believes that college students drink a lot, then they're going to drink a lot themselves. And that started getting me thinking about substance use on my reservation. And I was thinking, what are the ways in which Native people are told that we're supposed to use alcohol or that that's like a part of who we are. Jill thought, what if Native people started hearing different stories about drugs and alcohol? How do people who experience substance use, who experience trauma, because if we're all Native, we all experience this trauma and have this long-standing history with colonialism. But I'm more curious about how do people overcome those things by using culture and integrating that into who they are and into their daily life. So since summer, Jill has been running storytelling workshops. Participants produce stories about how their lives have gained meaning through Native culture. For instance, here's a bit of Michael's story. He was 19, homeless, and without access to documents that he needed to enroll in a tribe or even finish high school. But he really wanted that high school diploma. All of the boarding schools declined my application, except for one. Uncle Joe... My mentor and the man who took me in when homeless messaged me and said I had a letter. I traveled to Granite Falls to retrieve it. It was an acceptance letter and travel itinerary from Sherman Indian High School in Riverside, California. I felt a true relief and happiness, something that was foreign to me in those times. Michael's love of singing was encouraged in California, and he was given a hand drum. His story is about the power of that drum. What we know in our communities and what I know as a Native woman is that storytelling is powerful and it does change us. People go through the process and they say they've never told somebody about something before that they spoke about in their story and that the workshop sometimes changes how they think about a certain event in their life. Jill's project could hardly be more simple or more ambitious. She knows from psychology that it's good for people when they can tell a coherent narrative about their lives. She likes being able to offer her study subjects something tangible, a digital story that can be shared. And as a social scientist, she knows she has something to offer her field. 
historically, there's been a lot of white males in psychology, and it's been very westernized. Culture wasn't always an emphasis in the history of psychology, and now that there's more room for that in the field, I want to make sure that it continues to grow in meaningful ways. Jill expects to get her Ph.D. in 2020. Her dissertation will describe the impact the digital stories have on the individuals who tell them. Her broader hope is that they'll be used as curriculum to show what it means to be Native in the 21st century. So that people no longer have to rely on outdated textbooks or inaccurate textbooks about information on Native people and can hear it from the sources themselves. So far, Jill has collected more than 60 stories from Native people in the Twin Cities and Duluth. Her goal is for 100 people to participate in the workshops. Minnesota Native News is produced by Ampers, diverse radio for Minnesota's communities, made possible by funding from the Minnesota Arts and Cultural Heritage Fund and the citizens of Minnesota.